Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. So we met this week to go over the plan for this weekend. And I shared with Father Bill, the convert, and Dana that it would be a difficult weekend to preach on. Because as a priest, what do I know about being a parent, right? But as a person who used to volunteer as a youth leader working with youth and parents, today I'm going to try my best to preach on this feast of the Holy Family. And so as parents, of course, it's quite natural that they love their children and care for them. However, recently I heard of a new term describing a style of parenting called lawnmower parents. And I'm not sure if you're aware, when it comes to parenting, there are two sides of the extremes. On the one side of the extreme, you have what is called helicopter parents or lawnmower parents, right? It's the style that can be described as those parents who care so much for their children that it can be overbearing, overprotective. And they seem to have set up a plan, already set up a plan for their children. And these are the path that their children should go on to become successful in life. And they're not so concerned about how their children are feeling, about their children's abilities, and the needs for them to have to form their own identity and functionality. And on the side of the extreme, you have the tablet parents, which can be described as a parenting style that is so laxed that the children receive the least parental attention and protection. And so they do not know how to fend for themselves due to the fact that they are so attached to the, to the devices, the mobile devices. Today's reading may sell first like an, an idealized portrait of a family life. But if we take a closer look, they reveal to us a very realistic understanding of what it takes to create a harmonious family life or create a harmonious home. And so, like the helicopter, the lawnmower, the tablet parenting styles, today we heard of a suspicious, unbelieving, and almost abandoning parenting style. However, this style ends up turning into a harmonious, in contemplation, obedience, humility, and love for God and for one another in the family. So in the first reading, Sarah and Abraham yearns for a child. They wonder suspiciously how the gifts from God could possibly last without an heir. 
And similarly, Mary and Joseph, who are completely devoted to God and follow all the descriptions of the law, yet as Simeon prophesies, they struggle like all faithful people do to understand God's plan for them. At the Annunciation, Mary, of course, said yes to God. However, she questions, how can this be? And so what God asks of Mary puts her in difficult and challenging circumstances. And Joseph, upon knowing that Mary is carrying a child in her womb, want to run away to quietly divorcing Mary. However, we heard from the second reading that by faith in God, Abraham was given the power to generate not only of his own family lineage, but because of his faith in God, he became an instrument of blessing for every human being. And Mary and Joseph, upon being amazed at what was said about Jesus, returned home and living out the virtues of contemplation, obedience, humility, and most importantly, love, which aid Mary and Joseph to weather difficult times that challenge the harmony of their own family life. And so, dear brother and sister in Christ, each of us is a, is a member of our own family. And despite the different parenting style that we are resenting with, God gives us the virtues of contemplation, obedience, humility, and love to create harmony in the family. First, contemplation, so that we can reflect and look within ourselves to know whether we are moderate and not pushing those in our family beyond their limits, just as not asking too much of our parents or of our children. Secondly, obedience, so that every ask is an opportunity to listen and to gain knowledge, to build virtues, so that perhaps being asked to put away the dishes after a wash is an opportunity to gain organizational skill or building the virtues of patience. Humility, so that knowing our roles in the family, we can treat others with respect and reverence, such as letting others speak before stating our own opinions. And so the questions we are to ask ourselves are, how are we living out the virtues of contemplation, obedience, humility, and love in our own family? Are we contemplating on who we are and how we are carrying out our call as a member in the family? Are we listening to the feelings, the abilities, the needs of those in the family to graciously respond 
Or are we imposing our own needs and wants on them? Uh, uh, on the opposite, are we abandoning, ab abandoning them to their own devices? Are we humbly and obediently placing a priority, a priority on God in worshiping God to grow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, especially wisdom? Are we reverently helping others in the family to grow in, continue to create a loving environment where love, the strongest familial bond, can spread and grow in each one of us in the family? And so, dear brother and sister, in Christ, Today, I'm leaving you with these questions to reflect on this week as we continue to celebrate the birth of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, whose earthly parents, Mary and Joseph, with Abram, Sarah, Simeon, and Anna, are exemplifying the virtues of contemplation, obedience, humility, and love. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.